get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. questions there is one place that i know we can always go and that is to eno saris baseball writer over at the athletic you can follow him on twitter he is at eno saris s-a-r-r-i-s he joins us now via the brown and crouppen celebrity line eno we appreciate the time as always man i'm sure that the last 48 hours plus has been incredibly busy for you as we've been trying to track down all of the information with the trade deadline let's start with the cardinals big additions they got two of them that are hopefully going to help their starting rotation uh, let's go with jordan montgomery to begin with because i think this was the surprise to a lot of cardinals fans a, that he was even available from the Yankees, and B, that he was the guy they ended up targeting. For Cardinals fans that aren't super familiar with him, because we didn't talk about him really before the deadline, what can they expect out of Jordan Montgomery? There were four pitchers uh, traded at the deadline that have above average stuff and command in my model. And two of those pitchers are super obvious, Luis Castillo and Frankie Montas. Uh, one a little bit less obvious, Tyler Molly, and the fourth is Jordan Montgomery. Uh, he may not have standout stuff, uh, but he has good command, and it is above average stuff, and the combination of that makes him a really reliable starter. I don't know if he's anybody's number one, but he's a really, really solid 2-3 type, um, and I'm surprised uh, that the Yankees made this trade, honestly. You know, the the one thing that I think Cardinals, well, I guess two things that Cardinals fans have been talking about and what they're looking for with a pitcher is swing and miss stuff and a guy that you can rely upon to be on the mound every fifth day. And at least from what I've read about Jordan Montgomery, he provides both of those things for this Cardinals team. Yeah, he has uh, really good shape on his uh, sinker. Uh, and on his curveball. And I think those are his two uh, primary pitches in terms uh, of getting swings and misses. But the changeup, he locates it really well, and that allows him to get, um, you know, some soft contact. So it's not, it's not uh, the most, you know, strikeouts you've ever seen, um, you know, but there is swing and miss stuff underlying. It's just that sometimes he'll finish off in that bat with a changeup or a sinker, um, when he could have gone for the, the whiff. What did you think of the Cardinals deciding to go with him? Like if you were them and you were in their shoes, given what it costs for all of these guys, we now know what the returns were. Do you think this was the right move for the Cardinals to acquire if they were looking for that mid-tier starter, Jordan Montgomery? 
I think it been you know it would have been interesting to see them go uh, hard at um, you know somebody like Montas. And the reason I'd say him versus Luis Castillo is that I think that the price for Luis Castillo was really high. And I think that even in St. Louis, they might have, you know, even fans in St. Louis might have balked at, you know, say, trading a Jordan Walker, which is might, what it might have taken to, to get Luis Castillo, given that the, Mar- the Mariners gave up Noel B. Marte, which he's a really good prospect, top 20 type prospect in the middle infield. So, um, so I'm saying put aside uh, Luis Castillo because I don't think there was the appetite for that. Montas only cost upper minors starting pitching depth. So, you know, I'm assuming that the A's liked Ken Waldachuk better than Matt Liberator, but could the Cardinals have bulked up behind Matt Liberator and, and, and given them a, a second and third piece that the A's liked better? I was intrigued by the Montas return, and I was, I was surprised that nobody met that other than the Yankees. Um, once those two are off the board, yeah, Montgomery's fine. I think it, it costs them less. I don't think the Reds would have been interested in Harrison Bader for Tyler Malley. So um, once Montas is off the board, I thought this is the best solution for them. You know, did you read into anything, I guess, just about the Cardinals going after left-handed pitchers? Because Montas and Castillo obviously are righties, and Rodon, who they were at least reportedly in on, is the lefty. And then didn't get just Montgomery, who's the lefty, but they went there and they got Jose Quintana as well. I I hadn't thought of that. Um, there's a, a weird thing about uh, the stadium right now um, that it's playing very differently than it's pay, played in the past. I don't know if people have noticed. And it's kind of hard to figure out why. I mean, uh, you've got these park factors. If you usually do it over three years, uh, to, you know, you regress it. You try to make it so that um, not any one player has an oversized uh, impact on that uh, park factor. Right now, though, Arenado and Goldschmidt are doing an outsized amount of their damage at home. And so if you look at one-year park factors, uh, it looks like St. Louis is all of a sudden a hitter's park. Um, so I, I have a hard time right now uh, sort of figuring out how uh, parks are playing, especially this park. Um, but, uh, you know, traditionally, uh, you know, for, for lefties, um, you know, it's been, uh, I guess, a, you know, a little bit easier uh, to, to hit homers in St. Louis. So you get the lefty and he reduces that impact. Um, and then you, the park reduces the impact for righties. But, uh, I mean, you have a couple of righties that are doing a lot of damage in St. Louis this year in Arnauto and Goldschmidt. So it's kind of hard to read between the numbers. I think those were just the two of the better starting pitches that were available. And I think they prioritize commands. Both those guys have good commands. Paul Goldschmidt this year is batting 370 at home with an OPS over 1100. It turns out oh that, God. that helps the park factors for the right-handed hitters uh, at Bush stadium. I, I did want to ask you about Jose Quintana because this kind of feels to me, uh, Eno, and by the way, we're talking to Eno Saris of the athletic. Hey, we want a number five starter. That's going to give us five quality innings every time he goes out there. And we just don't have to worry about that part of our team anymore. Who can we get that fits that mold? Oh, Quintana's available. Is that kind of where, where he fits in at this point in his career? Yeah. And you know, for, to give them a, a pass on not signing, just not signing him to start the season 
um, you know, w- with a low stuff player, uh, you know, year to year, you don't know how their command is going to play out. And this is stuff I've, this is I've, things that I've found in my research is that stuff is something you want to bet on year to year because it, it sticks around longer. Uh, command is, is a thing that kind of comes and goes. But when you're in a given season and you look at Quintana and you say, oh, the command is here this year, then it makes sense to go and get him, especially since it, it doesn't cost you that much as a team. So Quintana is not maybe the most amazing signing before the season, but in the season you're saying, hey, he looks healthy. The command is there. He's going to be fine for us. Um, so that, I think that's why you, you end up with this sort of outcome. That's really interesting um, because I know there are a lot of people in St. Louis that are now, I mean, as you can imagine, critical of the Cardinals for not going out there and acquiring more starting pitching depth going into the season. If you were kind of advising fans, I guess, or the Cardinals on what what kind of pitchers they should be looking at, then would you just kind of always prioritize in the offseason, hey, when the guys that are the high stuff pitchers are gone, let's just kind of wait this thing out and then see what opens up to us as we get closer to the deadline? Yeah, I you know it depends on your high minors depth. It depends on what you think you have internally. Um, but uh, you you can see it pretty easily when the market. This is how the market goes. The market goes after all the stuff first, um, and then it kind of picks apart uh, you know the guys with command at the bottom and doesn't give them long term deals. Tyler Anderson was probably the best of the group of you know guys that didn't have much stuff but had command. Uh, he didn't get a great deal, but he got a deal, and uh, and he's been popping this year. They could have signed Tyler Anderson, uh, but you know there are other players in that group that didn't work out. You know, so you know usually people gravitate towards stuff. Once stuff is off the table, uh, you you know you you have a choice to make. Uh, do I maybe throw money down a rabbit hole of a, a guy who only has command, and maybe this year he doesn't have the command? Um, I mean, there's a guy over in, in Pittsburgh called JT Brubaker who's had really good, uh, you know, uh, you know, stints and like half seasons uh, because he has good command, but he doesn't have great stuff. Uh, how much? How much would you, you know, value that? How much would you spend on that in the off season? In season, though, I think it's a little bit different. Hmm. You know, final one from me, and we've seen the National League just get better at this trade deadline but in your opinion looking at the what the cardinals did with their moves do you feel like this team is set up for a playoff run you know it's funny i just looked at the depth charts at Fangraphs and compared them uh, i used the wayback machine uh to look at what it was looking what it looked like on the 30th versus today and the cardinals improved their team among the top five i mean fifth but you know, they, they improve their team and may not feel like that to some. It may feel like they missed out on the big names. Uh, but, you know, it's a classic Cardinals-type situation where they kind of took the worst parts of the team and improved those. Um, and sometimes it's kind of hard to see that as a huge improvement, but um, it was. <laughs> uh, and I think they did a really good job of, you know, I, I set up a difference between guys that will get you there and guys that will help you once you're there. And I think they focused on guys that will get you there. You know, I don't know that Montgomery is necessarily your game one or two starter, you know. Um, and, and, I, and I don't I, I think Quintana goes to the pen in the playoffs, that sort of deal. Um, but I think they might have felt like once we're there, it's on our guys that are already here to, to get us there in, in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's going to be on Arenado and Goldschmidt, you know, to, to power us through. 
um, and Wainwright to, to give us, you know, a vintage uh, Wainwright experience in the playoffs. Um, maybe they just thought the cost of acquiring somebody that would start a game one or game two for them in the playoffs was, was too high. Quick follow-up on that, Eno, and we'll get you out of here on this. Do you have the numbers in front of you in terms of which teams improved the most from where they were on the 30th? I would assume that the Padres had to be a number one on that, but in the National <laughs> League, were the Cardinals second? Uh, no, uh, yes, in the National League, the Cardinals were second. It went Padres, Braves. Um, the Braves might be a little surprising, but they do a really good job, uh, same, similar to the Cardinals, of getting rental players on the cheap that help their worst situation. Um, you know, there, you know, here, Adrianza may not seem like a lot, but you know, their utility situation was very bad. They had Robinson Cano. So, you know, that was an improvement for them. Uh, so when Padres, Braves, Rays, uh, might be surprising. Some twins were very active uh, and then Cardinals. So second in the national league, you are correct. Interesting. You know, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll be reading all of your work over on The Athletic and following you on Twitter at Eno Saris. All the best to you, and we'll talk with you again soon as we get to this stretch run in baseball. Yeah, thanks for having me. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.